Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sorry Not Sorry America, and we are your hosts, Sean McLaughlin. And Caleb Howe. Listen at your own risk here, people. All right, man, here we go. EP1, episode one. Episode one, dude. Here we go. We've come a long way to be to be right here right now. We sure have. We've already tried this once. Oh, we, we have. You yep. gotta you gotta iron out the details first. Yeah, right? raw raw almost worked for us. The we, talent is there. We do it for you people though. You understand? We we try to put our best foot forward for you listeners out there right now, which hopefully you know we'll build. That's hopefully a very good we'll point. So today we're gonna have some topics, but first we're gonna talk about. Our paths, and first we want to. I want to talk about you first, Caleb, because you are important. Well, thank you, you thank you. Regardless of how much more I tend to talk, <laughs> you are equally as important. Well, you also. I mean, let's let's give one thing straight. You you are the the brainchild behind this operation. Oh, thanks, you man. Know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll take it. I'll yes. take it for sure. Mostly because you know I I structured it and, <laughs> and mean, designed it. Designed it. Had the idea. I mean. Pretty much brought brought it to me. I'm, it's a struggle for me just to be here. here <laughs> well, it's a you know I fight hard just to have some effort. <laughs> well, okay. on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about you for like 15 minutes. You ready? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Caleb, Cub for short. How? And some, a lot of people some call me Cub. Cause some call you Cub. Your your close friends and fam call you That's Cub. That's right. I like to call you Cub. Yeah. None of you none of you people out there can call me Cub yet. You gotta you gotta hear my story first. And That's then, true. Then I'll decide. I actually uh, I took pride in the fact that when when I first met you, That's right. Like we were we were in the fire academy together. Yeah. Which is where we first met. Mm-hmm. That and was um, works of it. about about halfway through, I was like, I, I, I like this guy. He's pretty cool. That's right. And uh, we got a little closer, and I started calling you Cub, and everybody else still had to call you Caleb. That's right. And I definitely took pride in that, man. As you should, dude, because I let people know from the first, from the get. As soon as they know that people call me Cub, I let them know from the get. Hey, if you're not close to me, do not call me Cub. I am Caleb to you. You <laughs> understand? You get my government name, and that's it. You never told me that, man. I'm, I tell you, I didn't even know that. I feel so much... That's More specialer. Oh, you're is there specialist, any- dude. You're specialist. A lot, a lot of, a lot of bro love going on today. It's episode <laughs> one. Dude. It's EP one, man. It took us eight months. You know, <laughs> yeah, it did. That did for for all your reasons, whatever yeah, they were. You know, yeah, uh, I take the lo- the road less traveled on a lot of things. But you, you, you have a you have a two year old. That's right. And your and your lovely gorgeous wife is yes. also pregnant again. Yes, she is, man. It's like. It's like we just wanted to. We were like, "Hey, life's going pretty good. We finally got this uh, this parenting one child down. We finally got a, a, a rhythm and and a schedule that we that doesn't drive us insane." Hey, you know what we should do? We should add another child. Hey, <laughs> let's to, totally ruin our let's, flow. <laughs> let's ruin all flow that we have going on and 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 just add another crying baby and zero sleep to our schedule. That sounds great. But that's what you're supposed to do though, right? You're supposed uh, to get them out of the way so they're so they're like, you know, financially a burden yeah. realistically at the same time. That's what I've uh, been so told. they can grow up together so close that they fight, you know, every yes. other day and yeah. hopefully you have 
uh, uh, you know, two sexes. Yeah. That way that they don't really see much eye to eye growing up. And, yes. And daddy's little girl is always going to get, you know, the baby brother in trouble or, oh, yeah. you know, just that way, you know, not only are you have a headache now, just, you know, for, for the rest of your life, there will be some sort of and here's headache. The, here's the here's the secret that, that I haven't told my wife that I want you to know. And since nobody else is listening right now, I just want to, to tell you. But that'll change, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we are telling everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, oh I know. That's, but I did hear that, it first before, I, where, before we published this. So that's, that's good. Where, that's where the comedy lies. Okay. Right? Gotcha. I'm, I'm knowing that people are going to hear this, but I want to tell you first. Okay. And that is that uh, I just wanted to have training partners. You know what I mean? I just yeah. wanted to have kids that I could put some boxing gloves and some shin guards on and teach them some Muay Thai and also put put some mats down and teach them some <laughs> jujitsu. That's really all that's, I want. That's, that's really all I want. So you just I'm wanted to, to raise some some hell raisers some and some ass kickers. Absolute killers is what I'm trying to do. That's American. Yes. That's and, beautiful, man. And when <laughs> and, and when they're both in high school, they're going to be like, uh, you know those how kids? Yeah. Stay away from them. And luckily, yeah. luckily for you, you 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 found a mate, right. who, man, she's she's fiery, and I respect that. Uh, uh, fiery to say the least. So sure. so, but she's also very sweet, man. So the fiery goes both oh, ways. The fiery completely. goes goes both ways, and and she in the best of ways. Well, yeah, you got to be. She's got to be able to keep you in check. Have Otherwise, you're gonna get bored. Let's be real. <laughs> I mean, yes. Right. That's why I, I find I myself here. Right. But uh, <laughs> but that that mix, mm-hmm. if I, you know, from from my view, is a great one. It one. Is. Yeah. Two. Corey, adorable. Adorbs, man. But that mix, my man. Whole world, bro. Your 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 Corey is intense, dude. Oh, she's intense. She's, she's, she's intense. all attitude, and right. I'll blame that on her mother. But I'm not gonna lie to everybody out there and say that it's just her mother. She comes from two very unstable human beings. <laughs> <laughs> but but that will make her a great fighter, oh, if yes. you will. So oh, you've yes. got the right mix, but it's yes. a stressful mix at times. I would say, right? Oh yeah, I sure. mean, she's all she is uh, nonstop and uh, talking and and just. 100% energy at all times. But I'd rather her be like that than, you know, like... I mean, she was walking super early and talking super early. So, I mean, she might have a desk outside of class, but she'll be driven when she gets out of high school. So That's what's up. She also, <laughs> man, like, she, you can tell she's got herself a personality, which yeah. is great. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, it's hers. Is. It's not yours. It's not your wife's. It's hers. Completely. At two. That I is, mean, that, that is... completely true. It's, in, it's impressive. Yes. Right. She also intimidates me a little bit. <laughs> she's a bully. She, she's a bully, She bro. glares at me. Like, I came over <laughs> to your house the other day. And I came back in for something. I forgot. Uh, well, I forgot my keys. Yeah. And she was like, "Dude, you just left. What are you?" She was glaring at me like, "What oh, yeah. are you doing? We yeah. just said goodbye to you." That's right. Uh, okay. She, okay. Just kind of eyeing me, you know, like a guard dog kind of thing. She has an awareness that's kind of unusual for a two-year-old, right? When I see her play with other two-year-olds, it's like she's wondering like what they are. You know what I mean? She's like, "What, <laughs> what are these weird human-looking what things? What is this? Why are they crying so much?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So yeah. let's talk about your path a little bit. So that's what you got going on right now. Yes. And so, so also Jessica is pregnant with? She's pregnant with uh, Sawyer Miles Howe, who is, is uh, our baby boy. Um, we found that out pretty recently. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're 
excited for that. I'm man. so happy for you. Also, I'm pretty relieved because the three to one ratio with that mix was gonna be a killer. Oh, yeah. Killer. Yeah. I mean, you know. we won't dive too hard into it, but that would be a that would be too much estrogen going on. Nah, dude, you'd have been lives. done. Yeah. That's strong estrogen. Been, like, I'd been like running in, over here just trying to get some bro time for sure. Yeah. And strong personality coming at you <laughs> yeah. three different directions. Completely. You know. Agreed. You'd have had to get you like a like a dog. Like you a boy dog, a boy dog. Like you'd have had to get like one of those. Um, uh, what are those dogs that that people get that to make them feel better? The the uh, comfort dogs, you yeah, know, that yeah. are just like, hey, I'm here for you, bro. Yeah, just a just a therapy dog. Therapy God. dogs. There you God. go. Why are we stupid right now? Why can't we figure what, what are those called? I, well, therapy Jeez. dogs will work. Everyone knows what we're talking about. Uh, you know what we're talking about? Like the lab, the Labradors about, and Golden Retriever type. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm here for you. Yes. You know. Yeah. yeah. One of those. <laughs> we'll go with therapy. Yeah, we'll go with the therapy dog. But before you had this two year old, before you met Jess, yes, it was it was. A, I knew you first, by you, the way. You did, dude. You're an OG of my life. Uh, one of the OGs of my life. Yeah, and we we came up. You know, I I kind of took a road less traveled. I I, uh, you know, you after the fire academy, you went straight into the fire service, which is what I was. Uh, originally planned on doing, but you know, I was kind of a wild child, man. I, I, you were. I didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do, and I went and uh, so I was still kind of tra- uh, chasing the fight dream and tried to run my own business, training kids in martial arts, and uh, you know, but but one thing I learned as uh, as I met Jess and she she was pregnant with with Corey is that. Uh, the fight dream there ain't no 401k and there ain't no insurance in the fight dream that so, is true so I had to switch it up and, that's uh, called getting older it's called getting older getting wiser getting wiser and it's responsibility. also responsibility it's also called finding a woman that expects more from Man, you ain't you that know, the truth yeah, expects they, more from you than than yeah, you do it yourself you gotta keep you honest man when you get bored and you, you, you misbehave if they don't keep you honest that's true and she yeah. did and that's why you guys are still together Completely, man. Completely. I mean, I it, it was a road less traveled, but I mean, I find myself here, and and I love my family, and uh, and I love being a firefighter. So it's been good. It's been good, man. Well, good, man. I like I, we met in the fire academy, and I got to tell you a story. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I got to tell the story about the first time I saw you. Right. Sounds a little romantic, right? <laughs> but it's very much not that. Let's hear it. Okay, you might argue with me, but this is exactly how it happened. So don't <laughs> don't right. argue. <laughs> no. So the first day, I very well may argue. We'll see. You What's you most story? likely will because it's I've never heard yeah. this story before. By the way, right. So the first day of the fire academy, <laughs> we've had previous backgrounds, and we'll get into mine a little bit later. But you know, I've got some military experience, so I understand <laughs> a time. Bit. Yeah, just right. A little bit time. Right. So I, I think we had to be in formation at some something <laughs> at like seven o'clock, right? Is it okay? Does, wait, wait. Before we get into this, does this have anything to do with me being late? A little, <laughs> a little, because it's okay. actually better than that. Okay. So let hear. me tell my story yes. about you. Yeah, sorry. Because right, yeah, and that's a great. That was a great uh, point you made. Because you, you were you were late. <laughs> you were late. You were, uh, you, you were like. Uh, the latest one, actually, you were the last one there, right? And it just so <laughs> happened that when we were standing in formation, uh-huh. you ran up yes. and you looked pretty tired. We'll call it tired. <laughs> okay. You looked 
tired. All right. And uh, so you finally get there, and then uh, the, the instructor, you know, tries to put us at the position of attention, which... I, I knew how that works. Yes. And I and the person who just so happened to be standing right in front of me was you. And you had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah, I don't know what attention is, dude. Right. So my I look at this and and went, Oh God, this is this is gonna be a long academy with these <laughs> with these morons. Right. Right. Yes. And and so my He's first in, me a moron, I, I call at the time you you looked like it's a moron. Up, dude. Well, I'm just it's my story and it's it's yeah, really what yeah, happened. Proceed with the chlorophyll. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my first impression was that you, I was like, wow, this guy um shows up late, <laughs> and um and just when he said you know stand at the position of attention, you looked left, looked right, and kind of saw what everybody else was doing, and still didn't do it right. <laughs> You, you just kind of looked really awkward there okay. for a second. All right. So I was like, well, this guy's got some serious potential. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got, you're you going to learn a lot here. You didn't say that. No, I didn't think that at all. <laughs> you're but being, You're being nice. But as as time went by. And tattoos down to my wrist, so that's probably also not a good start. True. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm... I'm not going to judge tattoos. I have my own. Right. A lot right. of my good friends had sleeves. It's nothing. It's just a sleeve, ladies and gentlemen. It yes. doesn't have anything to do with their personality. Right. Well, that had nothing to do with my impression. Okay, good. <laughs> but there, there, it sounds like there's a little bit from that. But from that, you know, you started talking. We started learning. And yes. eventually, we kind of we, we, we grew closer. But that was my first impression of you, man. I was you like, realized, what is going on with this we're... moron? <laughs> he is, he looked like a little lost, tired, <laughs> quote unquote, puppy dog. Well, first seven all, o'clock on a Sunday I... morning. So if everyone's kind of picking up what I'm putting down, yeah. Sunday morning yeah. after two nights for the Saturday. The, the, here's the problem with Sunday morning being the first day of. PT in the start of the fire academy is it's directly after Saturday night, right? So this was far before I was I had even thought about being a father or even oh, thought yeah. about uh, you know making my life better. I was I was still out there. You uh, were a little unsure of what you were getting yourself into. Correct, correct. Right, where my that is where my experience. Just helped me a little bit. Right. I I didn't know, but I knew not to screw with it. All right, correct. and so I well, went you ahead at least and... knew what attention was. And when they said <laughs> when they said at ease, I was like, I'm just like that Mitch Hepburn uh, stand up. I was like, I'm eased, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm already. I'm at ease. I'm eased for sure. I was. I again. I was behind you, rolling my eyes, shaking my head, <laughs> just like this dude, right? But then what happened? But then you lost in a pull-up contest to me, and you realize that this kid is for real. This guy is for real. Go ahead. Tell the audience. I, I will tell, tell them. Tell you them. forget that also. <laughs> he hates it when portion, I say that. Well, hates it when I say that. Because the portion of the audience that's coming to this podcast that, that knows me <laughs> is sitting there going, nah, that, that didn't happen. Ever, dude. Because, because here's the thing, Cub. Um, Let's hear it. That that is not how it happens. Uh, you I will you went up there after about twenty five people and did more than everyone. But remember I waited until no, you went. No, and sir. here's here's why it didn't happen that way. Didn't happen like this, guys. Just let me Hold preface on. this conversation with everything that Sean tells you from here on out is a lie. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. 
That makes it really difficult. <laughs> so I did it. That okay. Why I did it. You set up uh, there, and you ahead. did you did a good twenty five, and then you got not a little, you got uh, twenty five, dude. I did thirty seven pull ups. You got cocky though, yeah. and you stared right at me, and you started hopping up and down on the bar, and made yourself tired. Mm, that's not true. Because I went right after that and did one more than you. On purpose. First That's thing, what happened. This is okay. I didn't mean for it to take a a a, a competitive a, turn. Just such a competitive turn down bro alley. But <laughs> I guess this is where we're going. We'll never agree on this. This is our first episode. I don't know why you're you're bringing up fake news in the first one. You know, what, whatever. Because people people that are in the know are going, nah, that's need, not true. Now we're to, we're gonna to put this out there, and then people are gonna start hitting us I mean, on if Instagram we're establish- and saying, if we're, that's not true. If we're establishing characters, I mean, this is a, as good a start as any. That's true. So we'll talk. We'll talk about. You now. Let's do it. Sean. Okay. Okay. So as we've established in my in my character section, yes, we did meet at the Academy. But you were a Marine for how many years? Uh, four and some change. Four and some change. Uh, like a couple of months. And then after that, you went through the Fire Academy and became a fireman? I mean, if we're... Pulling out just like the positive bullet points, yes, yes okay. that's how it happened. We want to know the struggle, dude. Well, yeah, yeah okay. So first off, let me correct you. Okay. I, once a Marine, always a Marine. Okay, yeah. There's never worse. There's no X's. He's always correcting me, dude. Uh, that's, that's, it's just, <laughs> just, just be a little more respectful is all I'm asking. I'm sorry. Oh, you <laughs> it's slightly insulting. <laughs> because yeah. here's the thing. Every single Marine that's going to listen to this is going to go, he's right. He's right. Yeah, right. absolutely. And they're going to go, thanks, man. And you, right. know, you know what? I've actually heard that from other Marines. So It is one thing that makes it different. But I will not it. apologize. I will just move on and, and learn. You understand? Well, as, understand. as long as you learn from your mistakes. That's right. That's all. Okay. Well, yeah, so I was, a, I was, a, I was in the Marine Corps, active duty, okay. for four years and some, and some change and did some deployments and whatnot. But when I got out... I didn't just roll into the fire academy. I okay. actually, I was. It took me a couple of years, man. I had. I I went through. The nice way to put it is a decompression phase. That's okay. the way. That's the way my father put it. The way yeah. I would put it is I was. <laughs> uh, Partying. I mean, yeah, but it yeah. it was, like now I can look back and say it was a way that I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on yeah exactly and I mean I, you needed that every I feel like I feel like after uh, a long I mean even even in an MMA community after like a long fight camp in a fight you need a period where you just you just do you for a while you just have, right and it's got to be similar right? and I didn't understand that at the time I didn't ha- I didn't know what the hell was going on but I was so stubborn I mean right. we, my heritage is 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 stubborn uh, right. and, and it's just genetic but I the so Irish gene is the Irish gene is real and strong <laughs> it's strong dude. and so we I just uh, was going through a, a lot emotionally and had no real idea what the hell was going on. But I tried to suppress some sort of hole with uh, attention from from the party the party scene. So I, right. I, 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 I worked in bars for, actually, for a couple of years. You know, that, that I, now that I think of it, I think I was there. 
for some of it. A little that. bit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Or we parted ways with it a lot. Right. But then, uh, you know, I... Um, I finally decided, you know, I need to, I need to do something with myself again. I started to see a lot of the people, even in the service industry, get degrees and move on. Yeah. And I was really kind of sitting there going, what the hell are you doing? Right. But I always kind of had in the back of my mind that I was like, you know, this firefighting thing seems pretty cool. You yeah. Know? I, that that kind of looks like something I'd want to do. Mm. But then, um, you know, I really needed to get my acting gear and uh, started looking into it and found the academy that we went to. Mm. And... From day one, man, I I was like, wow, this is cool. This is this is this is fun. Like mm-hmm. this is this is gonna be something I was I I was gonna really really enjoy doing. And I'm and I feel like I'm pretty I'm pretty good at it. So oh, it makes yeah. it more enjoyable. I yes. there there's been God there's been struggles. You know, you got to be passionate about what you do. I feel like to excel at it, especially as a fireman, right? Like you got to you got to really love, love what you do. Otherwise, you're you're kind of doing a disservice to everyone in your community if you don't have that passion, right? Oh yeah, in this my shit opinion, ain't for everybody. That's, that's God, yeah, because it does make your life harder, and you're giving up depending on your schedule. You're yeah. giving up like thirty three percent of your life because. <laughs> yeah. We, I, I work a 24, 48, so as, 24 hours on, yeah. 48 hours off. As do I. So yeah. 33% of our lives are spent away from our families. Correct. You know, we, we, we interact, thank God for, you know, through technology with our families, yeah. but thank we... Thank God for FaceTime. Yeah. You know or, I mean? or, yeah. Or text messaging. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's, I didn't just roll into it. I think it actually took me... A couple of years to get all the way certified and to have the money to pay for academies and right. and then I tested like you older smarter more intelligent Caleb right when you were doing it after round the frontal, two after the frontal lobe matured right but yeah. you but mm-hmm. but but you went in there and you knew what you were doing and you not nailed it you knocked it out of the park and you got your job pretty quick I cool. still was. I, I didn't know how much I still needed to learn. Right. And I didn't realize that I was still kind of my own worst enemy when it came to interviewing. Because right. in the Marine Corps, you show ambition. You, t- you, you take the initiative. You, you work hard. And the harder you work, the better you look, the more likely people are to like you. And the, the, alpha, higher you the higher you go. Yeah. Alpha of alphas is right. where you want. Right. That's not necessarily the fire service. Like You can't just be a Ooh, super hot alpha. Take, hot take. Yeah, you can't just be you can't just be in the fire service, you know, at the bottom and think I'm going to be this this shit hot rookie. No, you need to Learn shut to up and game. listen. Well, you need to play the game. And yeah. I didn't realize that at first. So it took me some time mm-hmm. to even get in. Right. Uh, and then when I did, I I had more lessons to learn and I I really was at fault for a lot of the the struggles I had at first, right. especially going from a world where everybody was single and and less responsibility, and you kind of have to balance all this responsibility all of a sudden right. in a world where most guys have families it's and a very they're family oriented uh, uh, field. It really is, and that's okay, and that's great now, yeah, that's sure. Great. But if you're a single guy working on a shift full of guys who 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 aren't, yeah. that's that's kind of rough. Yeah. But you know, so there's a part of my first couple years where I would I was still kind of you know one foot in the party scene, one foot in the firefighting. Mm. It still was really unhealthy for me just because it felt like I was living two different lives because I didn't really have friends and and 
that that meshed in the same categories, right. you know. But but then I met I met my what, we we'll just call her my wife. Yeah, it's just easier. She's gonna be my wife by the end of this podcast anyway. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I met Ashley and she has a son. And Which, we, by the way, if if you have, uh, well, when you have a wedding, if I'm not the best man. We're we're having problems, baby. I understand. We're having I issues. Understand. So far, so good. I'm letting you know. So far, so good. We're man. having issues. We've talked about but, this. But, but I mean, good. <laughs> so, anyways, we raise we raise her son as a, and I raise him as my own. So, right. and she is now currently expecting in a month and a half, man. Yeah, and dude, we're having a baby it is girl. Coming so quick we're, to you. I know, dude. It's you know happening. what part? So we. You know what part drives me nuts? Let's hear. People are like. Oh, you're having a baby girl. Okay. Oh, life's rough now. Okay, it's going to get worse. Yes. And I'm like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. I'm, I, I get it. Yes. I, I know I don't know what to expect. Right. I know it's going to mm-hmm. suck. I know that I don't know how bad it's going to suck yet. Correct. But you know what? I know that. Stop telling me. Right. It's yeah. I, I've heard it. Yeah. I got it. And it never fails. Every dude that's had a a baby is like, oh yeah, nah, man, it's about to get a whole lot worse. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks That's for like, the words of thanks for the words of encouragement. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, how about something like, oh, bro, you know what though? There's a light at the end of the tunnel. All right. I never hear that. Yeah, it's very, it's very negative. Uh, it's a very negative part, right? It's like uh, that is also one thing I could not stand is when people would be like, you think life's rough now? Just wait. <laughs> you just wait. But then also you're the same guy that says they were right. It's true. Because <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> that... it, uh, it's it's simultaneous, right? It's also like I hate everybody saying that. And looking back on it, guess what? They, they're correct. Right. It's, the first three months is tough. And, and you are definitely one of the people that is like, dude, like – if there's a nice way to put this, I don't know because you are in for a rude awakening, my <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, thanks, bro. That's like the ninth <laughs> time you've said that. But also, if we're talking about schedules and sequences and timelines here, you're about to go through it again too. Completely. We're good. So I yes. get to be the person that you get to tell. Yes. But also, I get to be the person that says, remember this because you get to do it again too. Correct. It's, it's right around the corner right. for us both. I Like the first couple of months – of of the ladies being being pregnant yeah. don't go by fast no but but then you get into the to the groove of the male misery we'll call it which is so not comparative i get it yeah they'll tell you we don't understand what they're we, going we through. have we, don't. we have no idea what it's like to be pregnant okay and, and we know that <laughs> we 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 know it's worse, but yeah. we don't know how much worse. And yeah. if if and I'm I'm sorry about it helps, then I'm sorry. Yeah. But I also know that when Ashley hears that on this podcast, she's gonna go. But she don't. It get doesn't. It. Doesn't. No, help. it doesn't help. If, it, no, if it there's any help. consolation, ladies, we know we have no idea what it's like to be pregnant. Right. Uh, but we no. do our best. We do our best to help, which sometimes we've learned. Also, um, don't help. Just listen. Yes. Men completely. out there. Yes. Tell both, them. Both about to have kids, currently with pregnant ladies. Let them know, 2019, son. we can't say pregnant wives because 2019, <laughs> we don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> Let them know, son. You know, or pregnant individuals, if you will. We got to take a step further. You never know. You can be what <laughs> oh, you want. God. Okay. This so, is anyways, not that podcast. Okay? I'm just telling you right now, um, 
people in the relationship that aren't currently the one pregnant. <laughs> is that politically correct or just correct nowadays? I, I don't. I don't want that to be. Our God podcast. bless America. God okay, bless so. But anyways, <laughs> here's what you don't do. Okay. Don't use trigger words, <laughs> right? right. Um, just listen. Don't don't come up with the solved problems for them. No, don't do it. They don't want just to hear solutions. Just Sean. just ad lib. Um, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, or I feel fair. for you, babe. Um, Is and there then anything you throw I can out, do? Is right? It, maybe? But that's not a real thing. No. Or you you say like I really wish I could help. Or yes. let me know if you need anything. <laughs> yeah. But that's a, that's a very like empty offer. Completely. Because we know there's nothing we can do. Zero. But if we say it, we're not in as much trouble. Yes. But because because sometimes they'll be like, yeah, you can go get me ice cream at midnight. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not what I want to do. I but work I'll do tomorrow, but sure. I, yeah. This is this is this Who is. Who needs sleep? You know. Uh, well, well. Who needs it? Not firefighters. No, not us. That's what we do. We don't. I mean, I get I get okay sleep. At work from time to time. That's good. Yeah, but it's not like sleep at home. <laughs> no. Because at any point you can wake up, so your senses are slightly heightened. Yeah. Yeah. And your heart feels like it's right. gonna beat out of your chest, but we won't get into those but details. Business idea for us later. I'm gonna advertise it now before it's even a thing. We we might write a book about being the men on the relationship with uh, yes. pregnant individuals. And we're gonna copyright that, folks. So no stealing right ideas. Just yeah, but uh, but here's a quick little tidbit. Don't. Use the trigger words. No, do not. Just listen and and be helpful even if that means not helping. Right. Figure that one out, uh, yes. boys, because it doesn't make sense. That's correct, though. Yes. And, and you know what else? It doesn't have to make sense because they're not, not looking. Not to us, it doesn't. They're not looking for solutions. They're not looking for you to make sense of everything. They're not looking for reason, guys, and, you know, gals. I'm sorry, or whatever, gals. You I'm know, not, I'm not saying I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but they're just at least not looking, yet. We're not. They're just looking for an open ear, and that's straight out of uh, of your wife's mouth. So we know it's real. Yeah. So. And hopefully, there's some women out there looking at their husbands, going, "Thank you. Yes. If you could just do that, boys, don't be mad at us for that, fellas. That's just that's what we've learned through trial and very difficult, um, heart wrenching error." So so, let me ask you this: how How do you feel? I mean, because you've you've come a long way in learning and dealing with, you know, like women issues and uh-huh. being uh, supportive and listening. How do you feel about having Sloan McLaughlin? How do you feel about having a, a little girl? Ooh. It's a great question. <laughs> yeah. It's a loaded question. It is. I'm How much time it. do we have? Uh, I'm what you have to say, man. I'll start with the first thing I thought. F- fuck. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate the candidness because most guys won't, won't admit that, but go ahead. But it was because I knew that having a baby girl, I, I'm, I'm all about it. Don't get me wrong. I'm yes, all about it. Absolutely. But it's... If she is a female version of me, Cub, uh-huh. a female version of me, I'm emotional <laughs> okay, yes. and intense yes. and confident, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you what's on my brain. Yes. I don't know if I can handle uh, <laughs> a female, female version of me because I'm going to care too much. And that's right. the thing is I knew I was going to care so much. Oh, yeah. But you know what I did? Um, first off, when Ashley told me, I was like super deep into work. 
I was I was writing a report and it was an intense an intense call before that. So, and I'm sure we'll get into the the intense intensity of our jobs and how it 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 messes with your brain. Yeah. But uh, you know, super intense call. Then you get a call from from her and she's like, I know what we're having. And I kind of thought, really, like right now. <laughs> but all right. And I could kind of tell what it was just by how happy she was. <laughs> And you could uh, tell that happiness was not for you. <laughs> well, no, but it was for her, and she deserves to have a baby girl, Absolutely. for sure. And she's all about it, and that's that's really mm-hmm. good too. That really makes it a lot better for me. Yeah. But I had to, I had to have a moment because I I needed to, you know, when you're about to do something difficult in life, you you kind of gotta like mentally prepare yourself 100 i wasn't mentally prepared at the time Got it. and i knew that yes and uh people were starting to come up and be like oh that's cool and i'm like no get away i am not ready <laughs> right but then i took a deep breath and you know what i did okay. i called you bro yep i did and i was not cool until i heard you be i said it's a girl man and you're like oh no dude that's great Yes. Oh, it's going to be great, man. Don't you worry one second. Like it, It's right. crazy how you just knew exactly what I was feeling. Yes. And you had already gone through it, mm-hmm. and you knew that it was going to be okay. Absolutely. And that was my first step of knowing, ah, it's going to be all right. And Believe so me. months and months down the line, because we found out really early. Because mm-hmm. I, told, I told Ash, I was like, look, I'm not, I'm not finding out like super late, not having time to mentally prepare myself. Yeah, I need all right. the time in the world. Completely. But, uh, man, I'm so excited now. I think... I just, I just can't, I can't wait, but also all the people being like, oh, it's going to suck. That doesn't help, but I'm so, no. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready to, to have a baby girl 100%. now because there's things you can do as a dad for daughters that you can't really do for, for sons. And I already have a son. Right. So I get to kind of be a slightly different parent in a sense. You don't know, do you, you kind of know what I'm saying? I, I completely know because the one thing that like. I guess this is kind of the one of the truths about about the differences of being a boy dad and a girl dad, and that there is like it. What changed it for me and why I was so supportive is because I heard that saying like, "Oh, get get a shotgun. Oh, you better get a better <laughs> get a shotgun now." And all the all the guy things that you hear with having a daughter, but that sounds when, to me like. The man's insecurities, though. I mean, completely. You know, completely. It is, and and it's, and it's you taking all of those uh, preconceived notions of, you know, raising a woman and not knowing what it's like to be a woman that makes it harder. But I was, you know, after after Corey was born, it it all switched, and it was just like, you know, I I almost didn't even know like any other way you know and you and you just fall into that mold of being of being a girl dad but once you met her you would say that it was all instantly worth it one 100 percent, and it and the difference i feel like is that with Corey, it's like not less pressure but it's just a it's it's a different thing i could do anything and Corey will think it's amazing and there it's almost like i'm there for her and we and we play and and i love her right and yes i i teach her things and all of these things but i'm not raising a man right like i with with this with sawyer that's on the way i i feel this different pressure to raise 
raise a man. It's funny you say pressure because I was about to ask you. I was like, so there, there's a there's a different type of we'll call it stress or pressure. Right. When you are the man, right. and you you know it's your responsibility to raise this young man Correct. to be a good man. Yes. And it's up to you, because mothers out there, it's not your fault. But it's not your it's 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 not supposed to be just your job. Just your job. Right. And everyone should have both. Everyone should have the benefit of having both. Mm. Even though it doesn't it doesn't break down like that sometimes, no. but it it would be I don't know, it it should be a two person job, right. ideally. And and as a man who is currently raising a son you know, there are times where I'll be stressed out and Ashley's like, Why are you stressed? He's just a kid and I go, Right, but this is this is like of a man issue. You right. know, like he was disrespectful. Right. And that's I've come to find out that I think it's more of he's gonna watch how I do it. Correct. And he's gonna learn from what I show him and tell him on mm-hmm. how it should be done. But you better be also doing it that way because you're teaching when you're not paying attention to. Yes. And They're that's huge. Looking at you. Right. They're always looking at you. And I've and there'll be times where, you know, Ashley will get on him and, and he has a different reaction. And I always kind of say, Hey, well, why don't you react that like that to me? And it right. because it's it's and it and it, because that's his mother. Mm-hmm. And she's got the motherly empathy and, yes. and 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 it's it's just it's just different, but it does add a slight extra stress on you, um, man to man, because yeah. he's a young man, he's a boy, he's right. ten, okay. but boys turn into men, and they can either be demons or they can be good men with chivalrous personalities, right. and that and, and that's, that's the intent, and that segues perfectly into. What I what I was what I wanted to say was that like there are different consequences right for a man in this in this life than there are for women. It's it's just a different it's a difference. It's, I'm not saying that one is more than the other, but and I and I'm not trying to like I don't want this podcast to be like me constantly walking on eggshells and politically correct. But what I what I'm saying is yeah, I just want you there, to you. there are different consequences of being a man, right? And one of those consequences is um is that when you react as a man, especially to a woman, there are lines that you don't cross, right? Phys- physically you have to raise a man to know that when you talk to a woman or in an argument with a woman or in any type of situation with a woman, there are there are physical actions that you don't do. You Correct. Do, you do not. You just don't do that. Right. You do not hit. You do not physically harm in any facet a woman. But you also have to understand that when it's um, a man... Uh, dealing with another man that there are lines you don't cross because every man has that line where if you do cross it you need to be expecting a fight of but some if, sort. but if it's a woman doesn't matter you right. don't do it correct and and you, you just don't and right. a lot of times ashley and i'll kind of man i don't i wouldn't say that we argue about it but like she does see things differently because I, I kind of tend to see, no, that was 
that was rude, and I see what it could lead to. And mm. I guess there, I there's certainly times where I overthink it, mm. but that's only because I care and I want him to right. be a good. Every parent man. does. Yeah, and and but I but I am also a man with the mindset of a man, so I know what he's kind of thinking at ten. Right. I was there. I mm. know. So when he kind of. Uh, Pushes. Pushes a little yeah. or, um, you know, kind of just slightly steps out of line. Mm. You know, honestly, like if, if he and I were to have a disagreement and he argues with me or gives me attitude, well, I mean, we can correct it and then moving on. Right. But to me, when he does it uh, to, to, to his mother, it's not that he doesn't care because, God, he does. But right. it's only different because I just don't want to see. I want to see that he respects everyone. Right. And it's and it's like you said, there's lines you can cross with men and there's lines you can't cross with women. Right. So maybe it's me being a little more protective or over over overthinking it. But yeah. there but like we talked about earlier, there's an extra stress as a man who knows that you're going to raise a man. Correct. Luckily, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Caleb, because I don't know yet. It seems as though when you're raising a daughter, that stress isn't necessarily there. Because you're just dad. It's a, you don't know the woman stuff. Right. You just get to be dad. And right. the woman stuff is taught by mom. Right. So that extra stress is kind of not there. And, and it's a, and it, In that instance. And I would say that it's, it's a different stress, right? Because now it's a protection stress. It's like a, I need to protect by any means. And, and I still am going to protect uh my boy, right? As as you are going to pray, protect yours, but it's it's a it's a if you even look at my daughter wrong, I'm thinking about destroying you and everyone in your family. Kind of. <laughs> that's that's the protection that goes along with being a that's the daughter stress. The stress that comes with raising a boy is like, okay, if you know, since we're getting getting a little deeper into this, my I had a father that necessarily was not always there. He didn't he didn't teach me a lot of a lot of those man to man values, right? Like I didn't like I didn't know how to change a tire until I was well into my late my my late teens, early twenties. I didn't know how to get under the hood of a car. I didn't know how to do all of these things and those are those are the stresses that I realized when I was having when I was having Sawyer like okay I need to not only know how to do these things but I need to learn I need to learn how to teach and instill these things mm-hmm. whereas Corey I'm like I I know I should teach these things to her but I'm more concerned about like protecting her do you understand I like, do I got you I think also it's interesting you say that because we'll be able to bring two really good perspectives on this later on down the line because my father, um, he wasn't necessarily always around, but that was because of his job. Right. He, he, he traveled. Too, he was in right? the military. Right. Uh, he, was, he was a police officer and, right. and now he's an airline pilot. Like, I mean, the guy's, the guy's done a lot. He's checking off all the boxes of man shit. Of... Mm-hmm. of Setting an example, mm-hmm. career-wise, um, when it comes to man-to-man stuff, like before I was in the Marine Corps, 
I was kind of raised to be I, I those core values that they teach people in the Marine Corps. I was extremely fortunate and not even knowing it. I was kind of brought up on those. Mm-hmm. Like my father growing up was was my hero and still is to this day. Yeah. And our relationship now is different because I'm also an adult and because of the way just life works. There's been instances in our life where I'm having to teach him stuff and it's hard for yes. him to listen because well he's dad. How am I going to teach him stuff? That's a and weird that's a weird bridge to cross. Both ways, yeah. right? And he's kind of had to be like, "Oh, you know what? You know, my son isn't uh, 20 anymore trying to learn how to be a human. Like he he might be more or less the subject matter expert on what we're talking about and might know more about this than I do. And that might be a hard hard pill to swallow for him. In my gene pool, it is. Yeah. <laughs> all of us McLaughlins, all we all try and talk over each other. Sean McLaughlin, you know what right. I mean? Right, Sean like, Michael. Does that, you don't it, add in the middle name. It's as Jesus, Irish as you come, bro. Like, you couldn't be more Irish if you had a green hat and under a rainbow, dude. I will. You can be. You can also have freckles and red hair. Uh, you know, barely red. Not like fiery red, but like barely red. So I'm actually more Irish than you explained. But no... <laughs> But but my father uh, is an extremely intelligent person, and so it wasn't difficult for me to learn some of these things because he was able to put things and and teach them in a way that I could understand. Because not teaching isn't raising kids isn't just telling them how it is. You have to teach in a structured way to where they understand the concept, not this is just how it is. Because if they don't understand the concept, then in then they're then they're not really learning, yeah. right? And so my father, with the way my brain works, you know, I always wanted to know why to this day. And that's difficult for a lot of people because I always ask why or I need to understand it. Yeah. But was always willing to explain that. So I, also, he's not a very mechanical person, so I didn't get the learning of that shit either. But when it, bas- when it came to the basic character of what a real, honest, good man is, yeah. I was taught that. So I feel like I was fortunate to have a father who I would consider gave me a leg up on that in life. And I've always been extremely fortunate because I didn't struggle to understand the difference between right and wrong. I didn't make that many mistakes mm. in high school because when I was younger, the, the right and wrong, the, the, the ethics and the values and the morals were instilled, not just told and taught, but instilled into mm. me. And it was like there were times in life where he would just look at me and say, you know, the yeah. right thing. Yeah. And, I, and I got to a point to where before I was even out of high school, I knew that living by a set of core values was the way to Semper go. Fi Dallas, there's core values there yeah. that that's the way to go. Yeah. And I've definitely strayed from that uh, in the, my most selfish moments. You know, yeah. we're all human. But I've always come back to it, and that's always the happiest I am. When I live by my personal yeah. values, I never would have understood that maybe at my age if it wasn't for the parenting that I got on the man's side. Right. Because let's not discredit my mother, who right. was there all all day, every day, right. in the trenches with me, and bless her heart, I was a difficult kid. Mm. I was expensive. <laughs> I was playing all the sports. I was arguing from seven on. I yeah. mean, we we just didn't see eye to eye on much. Right. 
And then, not to make things easier on her, I decided to join the Marine Corps and go to war, you know. Right. And all the mothers out there trying to imagine that. Yeah, I bet it's rough. And But later on in life, I have I have done my best to uh, pay it back and, and be there for her, for all the things that she's gone through. And, and now we're closer than we've ever been. Yeah. I'm actually closer to my mother now than I am my father. So it's funny how life works like that. But I would say that I can bring a perspective of good parenting and structure and would like to say that I'm a good example think, of what it can be if you do it right. Absolutely. And I think you always come back you always come back to to what you feel is right in your later years like in your after you've kind of grown up a little you you know what feels right and what feels wrong. But um the younger I, you I, learn that the better you are for for sure. And I think with my dad it was it was kind of like a weird like it was a weird thing for me because he was he was a uh, he was a counselor for years. He was a so like a psychologist, okay. and and so he knew the right things to say for for any situation. He knew the right things to say, but he the older I got, the more I kind of realized that he didn't live by those by those things. Right, like. Uh, you be respectful, you do this, you do that. You were, I was always kind of afraid of, of my dad for a number of years. And then the older that I, the older that I got, the more I realized that I just kind of felt like he was, he was a phony. And that kind of caused me to like, kind of caused me to rebel. Like, okay, so this man is saying all of these things, but living by none of them, you know, like I, I found out later on that, you know, like he had uh, cheated on my mom, and I had a sister that was six months uh, younger than me, and I had to figure out like how that made me feel. And me and my little sister have a have a great relationship today. You know, she's she's around and in Corey's life, and will be in my son's because it's not her fault. Sure, you know, and she's great, and I love her. But at the same time, it's like I had to I had to live with deciding trying to figure out what that meant to me and uh with 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 my dad it was like i i knew from an early age what i didn't want to be you know what i mean and that's kind of how what what brought me back to my path as a parent now is like it's like he kind of showed me what not to do almost in a weird way it was kind of like i i knew what i knew what dad and what human being i did not want to do or want to be and that was him and as unfortunate as that sounds I mean it wasn't all bad you know he like he threw me grounders you know what I mean he threw me he threw me the baseball every now and then the only problem was uh, you know he was throwing me a baseball outside of you know uh, a tent that we're, we were living in basically you know uh, what I mean yeah. so you have to you have to kind of take the good with the bad everybody's human but I think uh, anyway let me tell you what that to me says about you yeah. is that you have you have <clears throat> the the intellect to understand something about leadership that I think a lot of people don't understand is that parents are leaders first off yeah uh but when you have leadership in a, in, a, in, a, in any facet of life you're going to come across a ton of different leaders yeah and you take the good from the bad and you put it in your own brain and you have your own algorithm yeah. 
you know, and you kind of develop what you think you should do. And what you did, instead of following the same path, like a sheep, right. you decided with your own character that I'm going to, I'm going to absorb this. I'm going to comprehend it. And I'm going to, I'm going to look at the inefficiencies yeah. and I'm going to do better for, for mine. Yeah. And that is something you should be commended for. Mm. You know, I think you can't say that all the things that you've been through are bad for you mm. because that's what you needed to be the person that you are today. That's what got me here. That's what got you here. Exactly. And that's and guess who gets to reap the benefits of that? Yeah. Corey and Sawyer. Correct. And and also Jess. So that's what you needed to be who you are today. Because you can't always play the victim role. You no, I mean? you can't make excuses for shit in life. No. It, no like, nobody owes you shit. Nobody owes you shit. And there's so many people who will say, well, you have a leg up. Well, okay, that's your resent. Maybe I did. But yeah. I also have had my own struggles in life. Because here's the thing. Every single person, every single person on the planet, regardless of their stature in whatever country they live in, Everybody's got their own problems because right. everybody's problems are their or or the biggest thing to them. Right, right. Right. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're the if you're the richest person in the world, like I guarantee you, there's some things that Warren Buffett stresses about. Oh yeah. You know, yes. and they're so different than the ones that you and I stress about. But right. our stresses are important to us, just like his stresses are important to him. Right. His stress is not money. It's all. But it's it's it. He still has stresses. It's like. I saw this this thing the other day is like, you know, like you can you can take any situation and you can choose like you can you can choose you can either choose to let it derail your life or you can choose it choose to let it propel you, you know, to to let it drive you one hundred percent and that's I feel like that's a big like theme of what of what this podcast is is like so many people you know want to to play the victim want to be recreationally offended want to uh just just want to figure out a reason to to fail or to to not um i don't know to not succeed it's 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 the easier option right and that's what isn't that crazy it's it is the easier option it is the hard the hard thing is is trying you know what I mean? Well, the hard thing is to continue to try. Because right. you, you can be the person that says, hey, I tried. Oh, yeah, exactly. But did you? Because if you just try once, are you really going to get very far in life? Probably not. No, you're not. You're not going to get far. No. And my, my happiest moments in life, Cub, yeah. are, are based off situations where I just didn't quit. Correct. Becoming a fireman. Yeah. I had my own struggles with that. I tested for a year and a half. Yes. And had to really look myself in the mirror because I was making good test scores. What's going on here? What am I doing wrong? Man the fuck up. Be vulnerable and ask for help. Yes. You know? And I, when I did that, I got a job. You have to look at yourself honestly. All the time. You know what I mean? You, You have to do it. All the time, mm. and like that's that. Look, think about times in your life where you've gone through some struggles, and then you've come out the other side because you didn't fucking quit. Right. 
And now you're so much, you, you can look back at that moment and, and be like, man, I did that, mm-hmm. you know? And I've gotten to a point now in my life where someone will come at me with an idea and my first thought is not, well, this isn't going to work. It's usually, okay, cool. Let's find reasons why, why that will work. Because mm-hmm. I've done enough in my life now where the giving up or finding excuses didn't happen like when i quit making excuses and i quit finding reasons to quit on things that's when i really became successful for my personal goals and not slow it was quick yeah and and i thought to myself wow why don't more people do this you know yeah i was notorious for for starting and never finishing things like that was my that was my shit for years. It was like, <laughs> I, I, I was the best starter that you'd ever met, man. But yeah. then when push came to shove, it was like I bailed at the end. And that, that, went, that was just a theme in my life. It was relationships. It was friendships. It was mm. I, would burn, I would burn a bridge quicker than, than I could make it, man. It was... That was kind of who I was. Well, that but, sounds like because you just weren't ready to really be you. No, and you you have to be. That's the other thing is like, is so many people like one wonder like, what it what if I fail? What if I fail? What if I fail? There's there's also people like me and other people that are like, what if I don't fail? What if I succeed? Sometimes the thought of succeeding is scarier than. Than failing, because it's like, well, then I... Then what, right? Then what? Fuck. When I get here, what do I do with it then? Yeah, am I happy then? Is this actually what I want to be doing? That kind of thing was was prevalent, you know? That's... I I, You know, I've had that. Yeah. Like, um, you know, when you're younger and and you're... We're blue blue collar. What we do for a living is is blue collar. And and so we, we, we work... And and the harder we work, we don't necessarily make more money. It's we're on. It's it is what it is. It is what it is. It is baby. what it is, man. If you're it doesn't in it to matter. Get rich, you're in it for the wrong, wrong reasons. Wrong reasons, right? Yeah. One of the worst things you'll ever hear is it's not about the money. <laughs> I hate it when people. I hate when people because it's true though too. It's the ugly truth. Is it's true. It is because I hate that it's not about the money, but it's also. It's about. not. It's not about the money. Right. The money is nice, but but you got to do what you love. Yes. Right. But so I've I've had some successes outside of our career, and and in those successes, I've realized I'm like ah, I'm I'm doing things quicker than I thought I could. Right. And okay, so cool. There's some good in that, but also you're like, you have that slight anxious. Feeling it's it's anxiety anxiety where you're like okay well now what you gotta enjoy what you accomplish make sure that you live in the moment and you appreciate what you have and you enjoy your day to day Mm -hmm. and don't always look in the future because you will take it from me because I've done it you will ruin good things based off your ambition right and you can't do that you have to you have to stay somewhat grounded and enjoy your moment because everybody's got different beliefs. And, and you like, might have more than one life. I feel like it might be a happy medium too. You have to like, you have to um, balance balance ambition and also not taking the easy road because the easy road is is not accomplishing those things. Right? It's like it's a it's a rare balance that you have to have. And everybody's road is different. 
So even someone who's got a gazillion dollars, challenge yourself. Man, we got we got super real on this unexpectedly. It was real, dude. We uh we pretty much rounded all the bases. We weren't trying to make you guys cry or anything today, but but if we did, yeah. we're not sorry for it. No, dude. Please see the title. Yeah, man, we're not sorry for shit. But we're glad that you tuned in. I appreciate you for it because you hit me with some curveballs there. People don't know that, but they they don't get to see our facial expressions where I was going, okay, yeah. Kale's I mean, Kale's going in. I'm putting. Everything I have into this, I'm gonna give you guys the nitty gritty. I'm gonna give you guys the deep and the real stuff because that's what you you deserve. Okay, that's what that's makes what it real. Deserve. And also, I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that because I I don't know if they know this, but they're gonna know it now because that's a podcast and that's how it works. When you <laughs> talk, people get to hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, we ain't no fakes. Dude. There, there's comedy there and obviousness, but I learned a lot about you in this, and we've known each other for long enough now to where that's kind of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but you went in, man. That for and for for a first episode, I'm good with it. Yeah. Me too. I think we did a good job here, dude. Yeah, man. Well, so this is Sorry Not Sorry America. This is episode one. Y'all tune in as many times as we post uh, podcast episodes. And there is no schedule or regular time frame, at least not yet, because we have lives. We have lives. And they're busy. And we are not in control of them. I, I will say, I will say we'll try to, we'll try to do it weekly, if not bi-weekly, you know, try to, try to get a, a podcast out there. Um, but like my colleague said, we, we, uh, we got lives guys. So we'll try our best. And we're going to hit you with it, man. We're going to be, we're going to be real. This is going to be our, this is our first one. It's going to get better. Also check out our Instagram. If you have not already, that's going to be, let me get on. Sorry, underscore, not underscore, sorry, underscore. America. That's it, dude. That's what it is. Sorry, not sorry, America. Excuse me. Yeah. Underscore pod. That's it. That's and it. and you're gonna see all kinds of things there. But please hit us with the follow. Yes. Shoot us with some comments. Bash yeah. us if you want to. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, we. It some, doesn't hurt our feelings. We have some uh, pretty strong. Uh, uh, right stuff, right? Not, not. We got some pretty strong conservative value stuff on there. Uh, we support our guys, but you know, if you want to get on there and talk greasy, you can talk greasy. It's acceptable. This yeah. is America. We, but we, look, but let's not close ourselves off completely and say, oh, we're we're completely right. Look, we yeah. are open-minded, completely. And if you hit us with a great point, man. That's a great point. For sure. You know, and we'll say it. We're pro-America. We're pro-America. But, but we're open. We are we are open. Open for the bashing. Because right. apparently we're the we're the minority, if you will, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe just according to the polls. Right. According to the polls, we're we're the minority. But we're gonna start hitting you with it, man. That's we're a, gonna start that's hitting a topic with for it. a whole other podcast. We're about to start a whole other podcast right now. Like we'll talk ep- we'll like talk. episode two. <laughs> we'll do this on episode two. Don't dude. get ahead of me. I haven't structured that <laughs> one yet. Don't get ahead of me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>